0: This is the very first seminar in the CARE series that's offered by Journey to Real Vision. This is creating confidence in your life. I want everyone to turn off their video and mute, and also don't chat during the seminar. I want you to just listen. I want you to relax. Don't get distracted if you can, and really just take the time to absorb the information that's gonna be presented to you today. You know, I want you to learn and be empowered by what you're going to hear today. You're going to have questions, and I anticipate that. So I ask that you email your questions after the seminar is over. There is just so much to cover in this half an hour. And the seminar is being recorded, um, and it will be available to everybody if you request it. So let's move on and get into the seminar. Let me give you a little bit of background about me. I'm Chris Schaefer. I'm the founder of Journey to Real Vision. I have t- close to 20 years of experience in a coaching capacity. And in those 20 years, I spent 40 years in corporate America. I was very blessed to be able to leave and retire from corporate America in 2022 and devote my life, um, the rest of my life to Journey to Real Vision. I offer one-to-one coaching, mini courses, workshops, memberships, monthly podcasts, Blogs, seminars, you name it. There's free resources on my website. And what I do is I specialize in self-discovery. And it's vital that we know and value our worth. And there's four areas that I work with, with clients. It's helping them become the best version of themselves, maximizing their potential, understanding their worth, and creating that more balanced life. In addition, I want to introduce my sound assistant who is Nash. You may hear him periodically throughout the seminar. Um, And yes, he is adorable, but I just want to make you prepared that you may occasionally hear him keep me within my 30-minute limit. So let's move on. Three things you're going to discover today. How to develop a confidence in your life. Two, how to develop a positive attitude. And three, how to develop a growth mindset. So let's move into this first section, which is developing confidence in your life. You know, why do so many people struggle with confidence? You know, when you learn the cause of your low self-confidence, it's really gonna be the first step to increasing it. And this is a topic that comes up quite frequently in my coaching sessions. And over the years, I've been able to compile what I feel are the top three reasons why people struggle with their confidence. One is self-judgment. We have that need to be critical of ourselves, our skills and our abilities. Two, we allow fear to keep us within our comfort zones. And third, having low self-worth because of self-doubt and self-sabotage. So let's break down these three reasons in more detail. we're starting with number one, which is that self-judgment and the need to be critical of ourselves. You know, self-judgment includes things you say to yourself, like, I'm so stupid, or I'll never be able to do this right. Really take time to think about the way that you talk to yourself. Because statements like this, it's self-criticism. You know, why do we think it's okay that we're so hard on ourselves? Learn to rephrase these questions. Instead of saying, I'm so stupid, say, why do I feel so stupid? Or, Why don't I feel like I can do this correctly? Ask yourself why you feel this way and question it. Self-judgment, it stems from this misconception of being perfect in all that we do. And there's so many people that struggle with this as well. We don't take time to acknowledge our accomplishments and really focus on our capabilities. We need to understand that this journey you're on is about progress, it's not perfection. Because guess what? Perfection doesn't exist. We need to work to make better decisions, and we do that by building new habits. You're living your life with a mask on, when you pretend to be someone you're not, and when you set really unrealistic expectations of yourself, that's the misconception of perfection. You know here's some action items to help you from being critical of yourself. You know, pay attention to your thoughts. Do you call yourself names? Do you talk yourself out of doing things that you think are hard? You know, use words that are going to build you up rather than tear you down. Recognizing those thought patterns is really key to understanding how your thinking affects your life. Your thoughts, they're what create your emotions. And when you identify those thoughts and shift them to something more positive, you're learning to take control of your thoughts. Make time to discover more about yourself. Work to evaluate your perceptions, your habits, your actions. And you can't improve yourself without first understanding yourself. And this is power statement number one that I'm gonna repeat again. You can't improve yourself without first understanding yourself. Do you aspire to become a better version of yourself? You know, we should all strive to maximize our potential instead of degrading our value. Self-discovery, it's really about examining your life and understanding what could be holding you back. You know, it's figuring out what those limiting beliefs are. And there's no better time than right now to start learning more about yourself. Reason number two, we allow fear to keep us within our comfort zones. You know, when you stay within that comfort zone, it really can become like a prison because we allow fear to control our life. And guess what? Most fears are irrational. And that's what causes us to react instead of respond to life. You know, almost all of your fears, they're learned. You know, we learn to be afraid to talk to others. We are afraid to give a speech, leave a cushy job. And when you venture out of your comfort zone, you gotta start slowly. It's about taking one small step at a time. And you know, you're gonna feel anxious and uncertain and that that's okay. But know that confidence is a product of doing something that you fear. Now, this is power statement number two, and I'm going to repeat it again. Confidence is a product of doing something that you fear. Accept failure. Find the lesson to be learned. Fear of failure is really a common fear, and that's what really holds us back from achieving more in our lives. Every failure is a lesson, and you should work to embrace it and grow from it. And when you work to discover the roots of the, your fear, if you try to do this by yourself, you're going to slip into that self-judgment. And this is where someone like me as a coach can help you overcome that without that judgment. So here's some tips on how to face your fears. You know, make a list of them. Where do they come from? What triggers them? And when I say trigger it's what sets you off? You know, how do they make you feel? Ask yourself questions like, what worries me? What makes me feel stressed? At the heart of each answer to these questions, there's where your fear lies. And anxiety, stress, confusion, they're all versions of fear. Ah, excuses, they're just like blame. They are defense mechanisms to avoid facing what makes us fearful. You know, they're comforting and they make us feel safe, but they don't let you move forward. And guess what? They're going to leave you feeling paralyzed. You need to ask yourself, where do you want to be in life? Face the challenges that come your way and you've got to grow from them. Take a risk. Be bold. Do something small each day to stretch outside of your comfort zone. Because when you make excuses, you keep yourself standing in one place. And that's why people feel lost and stuck. So instead of standing still, allow yourself to take that risk, come out of your comfort zone and work to keep moving forward. I love this diagram. There's four zones. Everyone starts in the comfort zone, which is where your safety is. You move into the fear zone and that's where we start making excuses and we start lacking the confidence to move forward. We move into the third zone, learning and growing. Growth is the fourth zone. This is where you need to be in life. Learning is about discovery. It's when you're starting to gain new skills and new experiences and you're expanding that comfort zone and that last zone, which is where your growth mindset, that's where you find your purpose and that's where your self-confidence becomes strong. So reason number three, that low self-worth due to self-doubt and self-sabotage. Know your strengths and core values and examine your behavior in more detail. You know, when you feel doubtful, ask yourself, does this align with who I am at my core? Know what you're good at, which are your strengths and what you stand for. That's your core values. They really are the foundation of knowing your worth. And I offer a free assessment. So when you sign up for the 20-minute free session, you will get the assessments so you can understand more about yourself. Ah, We continuously seek reassurance from people around us. You know, we ask for other people's advice or feedback and we do it frequently because we're afraid to make a mistake. And we use this advice and feedback as tools to manage our fear. And due to that self-doubt and self-sabotage, we seek that desire to feel better about ourselves through other people. So stop comparing yourself to others. Learn to create healthy boundaries in your life. Understand those triggers behind these behaviors. So how can you address this? Understand your emotions that lead to your behavior. You know, self-sabotage is really stemmed from anxiety, anger, and that feeling of not being worthy enough. So don't ignore these strong emotions. You know, they're a sign that something needs to change. And when you have a negative emotion, ask yourself, what is there to learn from this situation? Because emotions occur, again, when you're triggered in some way. When you understand the behavior in your emotions, guess what? You can start uncovering your limiting beliefs. Become more self-aware. Observe how you can shift those beliefs into something that's more positive. Ask yourself questions such as, What beliefs about myself are keeping me safe? Or what would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? When you don't work to shift your limiting beliefs, you're going to find it extremely difficult to stretch your comfort zone. There's five reflection questions from section one. Each section has five questions, and I strongly encourage you to take the time after the seminar to answer these questions. So let's move on to section two, which is developing a positive mental attitude. You know, why do we struggle with having a PMA? You know, there's negativity and it surrounds us. We find it in the news, it's in social media, TV programs, unhappy people with unsatisfied lives. Now, here are top three reasons that I feel people struggle with maintaining a PMA one, they continuously relive their past and worry about their future. Two, they look for external circumstances to bring them happiness. And three, They allow limiting beliefs to control their lives. So let's dive into this first reason. Living in the past and worrying about the future. You can only focus on what you can control. The future is undetermined. And what you're doing today, that's what's creating your future. And one of the best ways to focus is to practice mindfulness. Meditation, yoga, journaling. These are great examples of things you can do for mindfulness intentionally pay attention to the present moment. And you need to let go of that idea that you can control everything and strive to live in the present moment because you can only focus on today. The past is done and it's over with. You need to make the most of each day by understanding that the more you worry, the more you're gonna rob yourself of today's happiness. You know, for each of you, how often do you make time to actually look around and see what's going on each day. Stop being in a rush all the time. Appreciate what's happening now and savor each moment of today. So here's some guidelines to living in the present moment. When you're feeling depressed, you're living in the past. When you're feeling stressed, you're living in the future. When you're feeling calm and happy, yes, you're living in the present because all you have is this moment and you can't let it slip away. So stop living in the past because it really does prevent you from fully enjoying your life. Don't miss out on new opportunities because you're too focused on past mistakes. You can't let the past define you. When you live in the present moment, it's allowing you to focus on the intentions you've created. No amount of wishful thinking or daydream is gonna bring you what you want. And the more you focus on the present, the more you get to know yourself. And guess what? Your creativity explodes. You've got to learn to love your life now. You know, attentions, they're created with you in mind. And this is what you intend to create in your life. And it's all about creating the life that you want. So reason number two, we look for those external circumstances to bring us happiness. You know, have you ever heard of this phrase? Internal happiness. And many of you haven't. It's about being proud of yourself for achieving something. And it's focusing on the positive rather than the negative because happiness has to come from within you. Never search for happiness in others. You gotta find it within yourself. And only you are in charge of your happiness and only you can lead a meaningful and impactful life. Yes, you're the master of your happiness. And it's our mindset. That's what makes you feel happy or unhappy. And only you have the power to change your mindset. When you're connected to your true being, that's where you experience true happiness. So discover more about yourself so that you can be open, vulnerable, and authentic. Again, learn to enjoy every minute of your life. Be happy now. Don't wait for something outside of yourself to make you happy in the future because no one and nothing holds any power over you. So here's some tips on how to be happy now. Again, be mindful of your thoughts and emotions. When you notice you're feeling negative, take time and ask why. Do you struggle with believing good things about yourself? How much do you even like yourself? You know, do you see yourself in a positive light? You need to ask yourself these types of questions. When you identify negative habits, it really is the first step to shifting that negativity. And focus on the good in your life. There is always something to be grateful for. Change your perspective and appreciate what you have in your life. Find the good and stop focusing on the negative. You know, how often do each of you practice gratitude? Again, be thankful for what you have. Because when you're in a negative state, you're really focusing on the lack. Gratitude is what leads to a happier life. So reason number three, we allow those limiting beliefs to control our lives. You know, think about the story you tell yourself. Do you tell yourself you're too old, too fat, too ugly to get ahead in life? You know, these are limiting beliefs and they're going to create more negativity. But know that you can shift your story. How you define your life becomes how your life actually is. There's power statement number three. I'll repeat that again. How you define your life becomes how your life actually is. So define what you want out of life and stop allowing other people's stories to dictate what your life should be. Limiting beliefs, they are self-sabotaging and they stop you from having the life you desire you got to reframe those beliefs into more empowering ones. So take small steps each day to see how the quality of your thoughts creates the quality of your life. You know, beliefs, they're a part of your identity. And a good example of reframing is when you take a limiting belief like I'm not smart enough and you shift it to something more empowering like I am smart enough to succeed as long as I'm willing to put in the effort. It can be done but it takes patience and consistency. So here's how to recognize those limiting beliefs. Start by identifying them, write them down, assess your behavior. You know, in what ways do you act negatively? Work to identify those triggers behind the behavior. And it's really gonna lead you to uncover those false beliefs you have about yourself. Think about what impacts your behavior. Triggers, they're stressors. And you're gonna face internal triggers such as anger and anxiety, as well as external triggers like people and places. Those stressors triggers are what leads to adverse reactions in your life. So think about your emotions. When you're angry, frustrated, unhappy, understand why, you know, what is making you feel this way When you identify the cause of the negative emotions, it can really help you work to discover those false beliefs behind them. You gotta work to release painful emotions so you can stop feeling so stuck and lost in life. You know, think about what your emotions are trying to tell you. When you feel an emotion, do a body scan to understand it. Now, where do you feel that emotion and what is it trying to tell you? A good example is you get angry. And then you feel that heat in your chest. That's a good example of feeling an emotion in your body. So here are five reflection questions for section two that you can answer after the seminar. So let's move into section three, which is developing a growth mindset. You know, why do we struggle with this? When you have a growth mindset, you're going to be able to embrace obstacles and realize the lessons that need to be learned from perceived mistakes and failures. And here's my top three reasons why people struggle with a growth mindset. One is they allow setbacks and obstacles to stop them from moving forward. Two, that lack of motivation to learn and grow every day. Three, that negative self-talk and not fully understanding that life is a journey. It's not an end destination. So let's go into reason number one, which is allowing setbacks and obstacles to stop us. You know, I love this analogy. So think of a bow and arrow. The further you pull the arrow back, when you release it, the faster it moves forward. Well, this is how you should think of setbacks. Allow them to be learning experiences. And honestly, setbacks just mean that you need to take a different route. Know that setbacks, there really are opportunities for learning and growing. Ah, don't play the blame game. You know, there's a big difference between understanding and learning from what happened to blaming yourself for someone else. You've got to always search for the growth opportunity and ask yourself, what could this situation teach me? You know, blame, it's a knee-jerk reaction and it really does stop us from taking responsibility for our lives because it's anchored in negativity. So learn to create a new habit by stating I am responsible when something goes wrong in your life. So how to move forward despite these setbacks? Feel the fear, move toward it. You know, our natural instinct is to move away from fear and then we go into this survival mode. You know, you're meant to thrive in life. So take time to examine that fear and find out what you really are afraid of. Talk yourself through your emotions. You know, and remember that you are resilient because you can overcome any setback or obstacle that comes your way. So ask yourself, what are you scared of right now? Name your fear, shine a light on it so that you can examine it and don't allow fear to stop you from moving forward. This is so vital. Learn to celebrate your wins. We don't take enough time to do this. The more you reward your efforts, the more you can manage the obstacles that come your way. Appreciation's the key. Appreciate what you've done and what you have. You reward yourself. Stop stressing over that next milestone. Learn to take time out and celebrate your wins. Celebrate your accomplishments. Really allow yourself to feel the joy of achieving something. So reason number two is that lack of motivation. Do any of you have a vision for where you want your life to go? You have to have something to work toward, and that's what makes life exciting. So think about what you're doing each day to learn and grow. How are you maximizing your potential? I want you to think about what you want, not what you don't want. So get creative. Consider ideas that you never thought possible, and ask yourself, what really matters to you in life? Not what should matter, but what does matter. Ha ha. Are you a people pleaser? You know, are you only motivated when you're doing something for other people? Well, if so, what do you have left for yourself? You know, think about the value you're placing on your well being each day. Are you a type of person that needs others to like you? Do you have issues with saying no? Learn to establish those boundaries and set priorities in your life. You've got to learn to take back your time and remind yourself that you can't please everyone. So here's some tips for being more motivated. Look at those intentions you've created each day. How are they driving you forward? Motivation from progress, that's what creates momentum. You have to keep moving. What you are doing each day to manifest your intentions is critical. Commit to doing something small. It could be as simple as reading a chapter in a book or listening to a podcast. Action creates progress. And progress creates momentum. You've got to commit to discovering more about yourself and doing that deep work to learn more about maximizing your potential. You know, think about how you want to develop yourself. Take responsibility for your learning. You know, what is something you've always wanted to learn, but I haven't taken the time to learn it? What are you doing to stand out from the crowd? How are you showing your creativity? Challenge yourself. Create opportunities and always be willing to try new things. Negative self-talk. This is reason number three. Do you filter? You know, a great example is you had a great day at work and you get complimented for doing a good job. That evening you get home. Guess what? You start focusing on more tasks and you completely forget about the compliment you received. Do you personalize? You know, when something bad happens, do you automatically blame yourself? Do you catastrophize? you automatically anticipate the worst. An example is you spill coffee on yourself in the morning and guess what? You think the rest of the day is gonna be a disaster. And finally, do you polarize? You see things only as good or bad. There's no middle ground. You have to be perfect in your eyes or you're a total failure. So here's some tips for dealing with that negative self-talk. Challenge it, write it down, make a list of the things you're saying to yourself. Once you've made that list, work to shift them to something more positive. So instead of saying, I am fat, say I am beautiful just as I am. Create positive mantras for yourself and use post-it notes and put them on your mirror. Learn to become more self-aware, understand your triggers, what you're saying and why you're saying it and engage in more positive self-talk. Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to anyone else. Have more self-compassion. You know, think about things that you're grateful for in your life. Because when you practice self-talk, your inner voice becomes your outer behavior. And that is power statement number four. And I'm going to repeat it again. Your inner voice becomes your outer behavior. Reinforce those beliefs with more self-talk that's centered around positivity and happiness. And here are five reflection questions for section three. Now let's wrap this up. So what can you do right now to apply this to your life immediately? You can sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session to learn more about yourself and you can schedule it directly off my website under the self-discovery main heading. You know, answer all the questions in the three sections. Complete my free strengths and core values assessment and sign up for the daily free motivational emails from my website. You know, make a commitment to learn more about yourself. Sign up for the next seminar, which is Wednesday, February 15th 6 p.m. Central Time, Aligning with Your Life Purpose. And know that you can't do this alone. You need support and guidance, and that's what I can do. Here's a daily confidence affirmation that I created. Please feel free to use this or adjust it to whatever resonates with you. Here's my contact information, my website, www.journeytorealvision.com, and my email, chris at I wanna thank everyone for taking the time today. There was a lot of information that was contained in this half an hour. I'm gonna send you all a feedback assessment and please take the time, it's only a couple of questions. Answer it, provide me with the feedback of what you thought about this very first seminar from Journey to Real Vision. Thank you again and I wish everyone a great evening.